Alrighty, good morning. This is Mark Lees of Hiker Therapy, Hiker Therapy Life Coaching, coming to you from Oceanside, California on this Saturday, October 6th morning. I know I said good morning, and you might be listening to this podcast not in the morning time, but I'm recording it outside on my patio. It is now about 10 a.m., uh, kind of a gray, uh, wet morning here in uh, Oceanside. But uh, nonetheless, a beautiful day, and uh, so grateful to be here. Uh, today, what I want to talk to you about is the fear of change, but as always, the format will be to have an introduction, which I guess we're doing now. Uh, we'll do a breathing exercise, and then we will talk about our topic, fear of change. As far as the mini introduction about me, again, my name is Mark Lees. I am the uh, co-founder of Hiker Therapy, which I utilize uh, hiking and my experience, skills, and training as a counselor to work with people in a different venue, if you will, than being in the four walls, going outside on hiking trails, meeting in parks, uh, really just being out in nature, trying to let nature guide us, nature take over holistically as a therapeutic tool, and it's very effective. I recently was uh, working with veterans, and I would take veterans out, veterans that normally would not talk in a room out in nature, out on the trail would open up and be more uh, genuine and sincere. And same with me, I tend to let my defenses down a little bit also. You're not in that kind of, not tense, but uh, closed environment, if you will, the four walls. So just getting out in nature is a wonderful therapeutic tool. So hiker therapy is mental health. It's all about uh, physical exercise, which helps our mental health, getting outside in nature. And that doesn't have to be hiking for you. It can be swimming, running, any physical activity, change a thought, move a muscle, whatever you do to kind of uh, change it up a little bit. Remember, all you have to do is change where you're at to go to another spot. And that right away kind of makes a positive difference on your mental health. So that's what Hiker Therapy does um, in a brief uh, snippet. Uh, my website is www.hikertherapy.com if you want to check me out, please. And also I have an Instagram, uh, Hiker Therapy Life Coaching. Take a look at that if you like. So that's a little bit about me and Hiker Therapy. I'll always tell more. I'll give you more information about that as we do more of these podcasts. I think this is episode number six. We've done five others. So if you check those out on the major podcast sites, including Anchor, uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google, things like that. So let's do a breathing exercise right now. And this will link into our topic, by the way. This is this is basically, I, I once in a while like to pick two words, one word to inhale on, one word to exhale on, to kind of set the tempo of what we need to take on in our lives, or more importantly, what we need to let go of in our lives. So what we're going to do here, I'm actually going to sign the two words. Normally, I would just say pick two words for yourself, but I'm going to sign the two words. We're going to inhale on the word future, and we're going to exhale on the word past. Kind of links into our title of fear of change, close out old endings and start new beginnings. So we're going to breathe in uh, slowly through our nose on inhale, and we're going to exhale slowly through our mouth on the word past. So I'll, I'll guide us through two, and then I'll let us go for about three or four. So get yourself comfortable in a chair, feet flat on the ground. Don't get spartan. Don't get uncomfortable. But get yourself in a a, a position where you kind of got a little structure, a little accountability to how you're sitting. So, uh, again, let's slowly breathe in. Inhale through your nostrils on the word inhale. On the word, I'm sorry, on the word future. And then exhale on the word past. Let's try another one. Inhale on the word future. And exhale on the word past. 
Inhale on the word future. And exhale on the word past. Let's do two more uh, on our own. Inhale. And exhale. Inhale. And exhale. So again, every time we do a, a topic, I'll always present a breathing exercise. It calms the system. And breathing exercises are quite the short story. They, uh, they trick the brain. Once you start calming yourself, quote, artificially, that you can, the brain, the brain starts interpreting that as the pullback on the adrenaline, the cortisol. And then, and then the brain does that. And the oxygen that comes into our lungs slowly seeps into our system, pulls back in that cortisol and adrenaline. So you're actually faking your brain out. It's Remember, anxiety, we have physiological responses, right? That's what takes a lot of us out. That's what gets a lot of us uncomfortable are the physical reactions to anxiety, right? That's because of all that cortisol and adrenaline that's getting flushed into our system. So when we do breathing exercises, the oxygen coming into our lungs and then going into our system gets to the brain, and then the brain pulls back on that cortisol and adrenaline, we start calming down. You'll notice there's very few times where if you end up with a breathing exercise, you are not as anxious or stressed out as you were when you first started them. So the whole pattern does work. I mean, there's a much more detailed explanation than what I just gave you. So I encourage you to go to Google and actually take a look at what, how the system works, how the brain uh, works with our system to uh, relax us, but it works. That's, that's all I know. And so we'll do a breathing exercise every time we speak. And also um, the topic today, so we're inhaling, right, on the word future, a new beginning, and we're exhaling on the word past. And that's very relevant in my life. Recently, I've left a, my employer four and a half years to kind of go back and uh, finish a book I'm writing, to take on some new challenges in life. I can't wait. It's amazing, but I, I'm scared a little bit too. It's that fear, right? And, and for me, it's the fear of the unknown, right? The fear of change for me, although ch change is, is good stuff. It, it keeps us out of our comfort zone. It takes us into a new place. Remember, there is no growth in comfort. If you're comfortable, that's a good thing. We all don't want to be walking around comfortable and miserable. But in our comfort zones in life, uh, there is no growth. So me personally, I want to step out of that. I need to step into my fear, if you will. And I, and I know what that is. For me, it's anxiety. Anxiety equals fear and enthusiasm or fear and excitement. So I can't wait to do what I'm doing next, but it presents some fear to me. The fear change. So why is that? Why Why do we get – where does it all come from? What's the fear of change all about? Where's the anxiety all about? It's the unknown, right? We don't know what it is. We want to know what's up around the corner so that we can have it right now in front of us and control it. That, to me, is a the clear definition of anxiety. We want to control our future. We can't. You can't control your past. You can't change your past. And we can't control the future. So it's stepping out of our comfort zone. It's challenging ourselves. But a lot of times when we challenge ourselves, even though it's wanted and it's warranted, sometimes those uh, feelings of self-doubt, a lack of confidence, lack of esteem, lack of self-efficacy, those moments get highlighted. They get enhanced anytime we make changes in whatever it is. Now, if we all have very strong uh, confidence levels, 
our self-esteem is good. We have very little self-doubt. Easier, I say, easier to make these kind of fearful changes. Most people, from my experience, I know when I announced that I was going to uh, leave my job, everybody said to me, number one, where are you going? And number two, um, man, you're incredible. We're so proud of you stepping out of your comfort zone. My experience is most people are in a place, not all, most people are in a place where they want to make a change, but they're scared to do that. They want to make a change, but there's fear, whether it's a relationship change, a job change, a move, right? The three pillars in our life are work, home, and relationships. And anytime we want to change one of those, it creates a lot of anxiety. So we pull back. It's security too, right? Our job gives us income, healthcare, it's security. We don't want to challenge that. Yet many times we'll stay in these uncomfortable places just so we have these uh, pragmatic things. Rightfully so. We have to pay our rent. We have to have health care. But there's a line there where if you're unhappy, what's more um, important to you at that point, right? So it's challenging ourselves, those self-doubts, the confidence, our esteem levels. How does it affect us? How does, how does the fear of change affect us? It keeps many of us from moving forward. I say the fear of change keeps many of us from moving forward. We stay in comfortable places, even though we're uncomfortable. We're not happy. I mean, the, one of the better examples I can give of this, there's many, and, and I, don't, I don't, pardon the example, but it comes to mind pretty quickly because I've worked in, in the field of mental health, uh, domestic violence victims, whether it's the male or the female, many times stay in a relationship because they know it, even though it's not safe for them, it's not comfortable. In some regards, it is safe because they know it, it's comfortable, but there's no growth and comfort. Um, and, and a lot of times people do, in those relationships, do leave eventually. But that's a good example. How we stay in a place we're not even safe with sometimes, yet we stay there because we know it. We don't move because the unknown where we're going to move to. I've talked to people recently because of my life change who moved out of state to Texas. They hated it. They, the heat, the humidity, the people weren't the same as in California. But slowly but surely, they would change. Oh, I like the little store down the street from me. I like the lake that's near my house. I, I like some of my neighbors. I'm getting to know them. So the fear of change presents these new opportunities, events that uh, happen in our lives. Uh, how else does it affect the fear of change? It keeps us stuck. We get bored sometimes, right? We want to move forward. We want to challenge ourselves. We want to go back for the degree. We want to make the travel. We want to go see other things in the world. But sometimes the fear of just doing that, making the change, stops us from doing that. So it stops growth. Many times the fear of change stops both personal and professional growth for us. Um. The biggest symptom, I think, of uh, the fear of change is anxiety. We talked about that. The uh, anxiety for me is um, trying to control the future, right? And we don't know what that is. It's it's a step of faith when you do these uh, changes in life, these uh, big moves. It's a step of faith many times. As much as we like to have things planned out, what did Mike Tyson say, his great quote? Uh, Everybody's got a plan until you get punched in the mouth. Well, that's true about change, right? We can put it in order. We can have this 90-day plan, and that's that's prudent. That's what we should do. That's what I did. I've got a 90-day financial plan. I've got a 90-day um, emergency plan. I've got a 90-day plan, and um, but something's going to come in there. But as somebody recently pointed out to me, not only is something going to come in there, for example, many times an emergency, your car, a dental emergency, you need a new water heater in your home. 
these come out of nowhere, right? That's just life anyway. But uh, a friend of mine just t- spoke to me and says, in her life, she had a huge change, a divorce, or actually it was a death. Her husband died. And um, it just presented her with her daughter and uh, very little money. And she was panicked completely. But slowly but surely, out of nowhere, the universe just put something right in front of her in a good way. It was a positive move. The universe will guide us. The universe will protect us. Yes, there are things that we have to plan for, but you can't plan for everything. But don't forget, we don't also plan for those those gifts that come on our, our way, to come in front of us. So many times that, that gets presented to us also in these, these changes, these leaps of faith. Don't 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 filter out the good because of the bad, right? We tend to do that in our minds, right? We, all, we talked about that before, automatic negative thinking. Many times we're always so absorbed with the negative that we're filtering out the good. There is good that can come in board on this also. Even these big changes, surprises in life, there can be positive surprises. So that's a good thing. So how do you deal with change, right? How do we deal with these little moves along the way? Um, I presented this topic at a life skills group I did. And uh, one person said, um, faith, absolutely. Whatever that is for you, by the way, whatever that your universal system of faith is, whatever that is, um, lean into that a lot more, right? Do things in small increments. When we do these changes, make little plans, even daily plans to accomplish one to three goals during your day. For me personally, if I write it down, it happens. It doesn't necessarily happen in 24 hours, but it usually 90% of the time happens within 72 hours. This is called besides making life changes or the fear of change, by the way, but especially in these periods of unknown, when the uh, quote boat or ship has left the dock, we now need a plan uh, to get us forward a little bit, right? So little short increments, one to three goals a day that you can accomplish right down. And that gives you a sense of accomplishment, self-efficacy, up going from point A to B that you've done something. So it's always good to break these uh, kind of moves down into little goals, right? Little weekly, daily goals. A 90-day plan, we talked about that. You're also, uh, when you do these uh, changes that, that help through fear of change, be as um, organized as you can, right? Whatever that is in your life. Don't try to break your routine too much what you're comfortable with, you don't want to take it all on at once. So little little bites along the way, right? We can break out of our comfort zone. To make a big change is, is enough, one big move. But kind of try to even organize that a little bit better. Works out for you. Uh, check your thinking along the way, right? We talked about it just now. Uh, we're, our mind defaults to the negative many times. But that doesn't mean there's positive things going on in our lives, right? Probably as much or many more positive things. But we always default to the negative. So check your thinking. Check for valid thinking. I talked about this in my uh, podcast on automatic negative thinking. 86 out of 99 thoughts we have are negative. They're invalid. They're made up. That's especially going to be true when you uh, go do these big changes, whether you're leaving or starting a relationship, whether you're leaving or starting a job, whether you're moving somewhere or you just moved to a place. These fear of changes are going to kick in a lot of different things. So check your thinking, right? And whatever that is for you, guide yourself along the way in your day, whether you do breathing exercises, meditation, physical activity, going to the gym, proper diet, proper sleep, self-care, self-care, self-care. Self-care is huge and you make these big changes. It'll ease back on the anxiety. Anyway, we need to take care of ourselves in our daily lives, whether we're making changes or not, especially so when you make some big changes that helps you reduce the fear of change.
Um, don't panic. Positive self-talk is huge. It will help guide you. It will help take you from a from your um, comfortable spot into your uncomfortable spot, which is a great thing for growth. But don't panic. When you start panicking, when that anxiety just gets out of control, positive self-talk. Actually say the words to yourself. Don't panic. I've seen this before. I've done this before. I can do it again. Don't panic. Our negative thinking leads us into out of control, overwhelmed anxiety. It's all our thinking that does that. The event never takes us out. If you're undergoing one of these big changes right now and that fear is there, the event will not take you out or stop you. Your thinking will. Keep your thoughts as positive as you can. Don't panic. Continued positive self-talk, affirmations. I am worthy. I am deserving. I can do this. If you have done something like this before, by the way, remind yourself of that. I've done these changes before. Personally, um, I just left my employer to pursue a different goals, different challenges in my life. I have never left one job for another one. I've always just left the job in a right way, in a good way. I left on very good terms with my employer and my coworkers. But uh, I've never left a job for the security of another one. So I'm kind of like that example I gave of the ship or the boat leaving the dock. I'm getting farther and farther away from land and uh, kind of gets a little scarier because now you're really out there trying to figure out, navigate your way. But again, don't panic. Positive self-talk affirmations. A positive self-talk is just reminding yourself that you're a wonderful person, that you've done these things before. You can do them again. You are worthy. The things you've done at a job or in a relationship or in a place where you live, the positive contributions that you have made, those count, by the way. So don't filter those out during these processes. Don't just lean into, oh, my God, it's all going to go sideways on me. You can recover. Do not panic. Uh, faith, we talked about that, whatever that is for you. I'm not here to preach one way or the other what your faith system is or what your universe is or your higher power. We all have that to ourselves individually, whatever that is. Um, but lean into that a lot more. Set up little patterns in the morning that you visit your faith, whatever that is for you. Visit your um, peace, however that works for you, whether it's meditation, whether it's prayer, whether it's a walk, whether it's nature, whatever that is for you. Lean into that every day. Uh, again, self-care, we talked about that. Take care of yourself in these big changes, right? You've got to. you got to eat better. You've got to um, control uh, your sleep a little bit more, right? Don't, again, we're trying to break out of something. We're trying to change from the old to the new. New beginnings are wonderful starts. But don't bite off everything at once. Little increments. We can make these changes and still hold on to a little bit of comfort, a little bit of pattern, right? Patterns are important to us. Every day we all wake up and we do repetitive things every single day, whatever that is for you. So don't don't throw those out too much, but you are making changes. So you do want to kind of develop new ones, right? For me at work, I'm going to miss the fellowship. I'm going to miss the socialization of my coworkers. But that said, I can cultivate that in my neighborhood. I can cult cultivate that at Starbucks. I can cultivate that in my new uh, adventures coming up ahead, whatever they are. I can join a group. I can I do Al-Anon meetings, very good self-care, and I can do more Al-Anon meetings. I can still engage people in a different way. So when you make these big changes, don't throw everything out. So hold on to some of the old to help you get to the new. That's a good thing to do that anyway. So fear of change, the unknown. Um, and many times we don't do these leaps because I'm leaving a group. I just mentioned coworkers. I'm leaving a group of people. I'm never going to be able to develop that again. Be careful of that all or nothing thinking. Also, we do a lot of this stuff, right? It, I just said one right there. Don't, it's never going to be that way again. Of course it is. You develop the past 
experience. You can develop the future experience, right? I had a, a friend tell me just now about uh, that she um, went to uh, a new college, right? She for graduate to uh, under undergrad to graduate degree, and she was scared to death. She left the comfort of her graduate uh, undergraduate program to go into this other bigger program. Well, long story short, she absolutely loved going through the program, the graduate program. But before she went in there, she was scared to death and quite frankly told me she almost canceled it out. She's, I can't do this, Mark. I said, of course you can. And she did. So um, don't forget, uh, fear will remind you all the time of the unknown. And there's a lot of grief in this process, don't forget. You're leaving something that you're comfortable with, moving on to something new. When you leave anything, there's a sense of loss. Even if it's something that's not good for you, there's still a sense of loss, okay? And don't forget the grieving uh, steps, anger, bargaining, denial, depression, acceptance. You're going to be in denial when you make these changes. You're going to start bargaining, oh, if I did this or did that. I really don't have to do this. You know what? This isn't so bad after all. We start negotiating with ourselves and our comfort, right? Because it's very, very scary for a lot of us to go into that unknown, that growth piece. There is no comfort. In growth. Remember that there is no comfort in growth. So we start bargaining. You might get depressed, right? A lot of times in growth, we have some of these feelings of depression, anger, frustration, anxiety. They don't go away just because good things are happening in our life, growth moving forward. Those exist also. We can get depressed, number one, because of grieving the loss or the leaving of the past, the relationship, the person, the place, the thing, the home, the school, the marriage, the divorce. There's loss in quote, good things. People get depressed because they have a graduate, they graduate their degree. What are they going to do now kind of thing, right? So it's changed. A lot of this presents grief. So understand the grief process of denial, of anger, of bargaining, of depression, and finally of acceptance. You start seeing the light. You start seeing that I've made it. I can do this. I can move forward in this change. It's going to be okay. And remember, the universe will put things on the path that are good for you also. There'll be some scary things. There'll be some unexpected. There will be some surprises. There'll be some bumps. The roller coaster will continue, but gradually you'll get to a much, much less of that, less, 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 and you'll start accepting this is going to work. It's going to work for me. Every time on a personal note, every time I've made these changes in my life, they've worked out for the better. I do not condone divorce for anybody, but I will tell you, I've become a better person because of that. I do not condone leaving a job for not having a job, but I can tell I became better. It worked out better for me in my life because of that. So every time I've made these moves on a personal level in my life, they've worked out for the better. This can happen for you too. And many of you out there right now listening to this have already experienced that. You've made these changes before and you've come out much better on the other end. Are they scary? Yes. Are you leaving things behind that are, you've liked them, you've celebrated them, your work, a person, a home. A car. People get depressed when they get rid of their car because they've loved their car for eight or 10 years, right? But it's moving on to something new. There's fear in there. There is no comfort in growth, the fear of change. So expect the unexpected, but the universe will help you. It will guide you. It will provide. And so will you. You're very deserving. You're very worthy. You're a very smart human being. You're intelligent. You can figure this out. Don't forget to lean into other people, other groups. We can't do this all on our own. We need support, and that's another good self-care thing. I would I would amp up your support systems, whatever they are. Stay connected to family, friends, support groups, uh, whatever you can do for self-care. Do something new. And all this change, rely on somebody old. If you've been going to the gym before, go to the gym. Keep going. If you've hiked before, keep going. If you're a swimmer, 
Keep going. Whatever you do for self-care, continue that on, but introduce some new things. It's exciting when you make these changes. They're wonderful experiences. We're growing. We're learning something new. So that is that on uh, the fear of change. Uh, thank you so much for your support here. My name is Mark Lees, Hiker Therapy, Hiker Therapy Life Coaching. My website is www.hikertherapy.com. Uh, on some of these sites, I think there's a donate button. If you so feel moved, uh, I would much appreciate that. But whether you do or whether you don't, I love that you're here. I will continue doing these. I'm going to try to do these once a week. I'm going on vacation next week, so I might not do one, but that vacation will rejuvenate me for my new beginning when I come back. I will do one then. Um, so I appreciate you listening. Thank you so much. Uh, have a wonderful Saturday and hike on. <laughs>